Hi everybody and welcome to We Rebranded, the show where I speak to business owners who have rebranded, refreshed or revived their business brands. You are listening to or watching season three, episode eight of We Rebranded, featuring Shukri Abbey from Abbey Hearing. I'm so excited, it's our final episode for this year. Now, we have brought you three seasons of We Rebranded this year. That's 25 episodes and 27 guests all up, which I think is so exciting, such a fabulous achievement to be able to showcase all of these great brand refreshes and rebrands by businesses that are run by women. Uh, so today, my very special guest is Shukri Abbey from Abbey Hearing. Abbey Hearing is an audiology clinic and Shukri actually has three clinics here in Melbourne. She is a super successful businesswoman um, and she is a past client of mine. When Shukri was looking to refresh her branding for, um, for Abbey Hearing, she brought me on board to rewrite all of her copy for her website. But my most favorite thing was writing her professional profile. Uh, the story of her and how she came to be running this fantastic business. Uh, and then I also interviewed all of her staff and wrote their stories as well for their website. So today's episode is really focusing on the power of telling your stories to convey the essence of your business. Now I can see that Hoden is here. Hi Hoden, this is uh, Shukri's sister and Shukri isn't with us just yet, but I suspect that is because um, Abby Hearing really focuses their social media marketing on LinkedIn, not Instagram. And so Shukri has been on a steep learning curve this week in order to learn Instagram so that she can come on the show with me. So give me a moment. I'm going to see if I can invite her in. Oh, there you are. Hi. Hello. <laughs> I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I switched phones and I, um, I think I've turned up on my own profile rather than Abby Hearing. Is that you correct? have turned up as you, not as Abby Hearing, but I explained before you arrived that Instagram is a little bit foreign to Abby Hearing. You usually use LinkedIn and you're on a steep learning curve. It doesn't matter. Yes. You look gorgeous. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad I've made it. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. I feel like, you know, um, I was meant to be in September, August, and, you know, we've had delays, but finally, you know, I made it to the last episode. So I'm I know. Us, I know. It's fabulous to have you here. Final episode of 2021. Oh, um, and it's been a tough year for all of us. So, um, yeah. It it's has. just happened. You know we can't stop life i guess we have to keep going and one of the things we've learned is how resilient we are and mm -hmm. life, life keeps going indeed yeah. indeed so here i am you are <laughs> <laughs> so shukri before you arrived i was just explaining that you have three clinics now for abby hearing is that right um, yes, so we are based in Williamstown, North Marban, mm -hmm. La Trobe, uh, University in Bandura. Yes. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Yes. Um, yeah. And I, I really want to focus this episode on the power of storytelling, uh, particularly because when you were my client, I did a lot of writing for you and I wrote your story, the story of Abby Hearing, I interviewed your staff and did their profile stories. So would you tell us a little bit, please, about Abby Hearing and what you do with Abby Hearing? 
Abby Hearing is um, an audiology practice in private practice. So Abby is actually my surname. So hence mm -hmm. <laughs> Abby. Um, it's been over 10 years now. So it's really a clinic that is meant to support the whole patient journey um, in looking at, you know, hearing um, healthcare in a more holistic approach. So mm -hmm. um, like a more diagnostic side of things as well as rehab, uh, counseling, we aim to cover the whole spectrum of audiology. One of the unique, um, you know, you can say point of difference for Abbey Hearing is just that, the ability to actually offer everything under the umbrella of hearing healthcare. Mm -hmm. That's what I drive and that's one of the reasons why I've started my own business. I know when we were working together, one of the things we talked a lot about was yeah. not just was holistic approach to hearing yeah. health and yeah. also that community focus as well. They were two really strong values for you that you wanted to bring through in the brand Refresh. Yes. Um, do you think you're doing things differently to the way other healthcare providers might be or audiology clinics? I would say um, yes, or at least I always drive, you know, a community-minded approach. Um, mm. I'm willing to do the extra bits that most people don't. Um, one of the um, mm. differences is um, not every clinic actually offers what we do in terms of our services. So we have um, a whole spectrum of, um, you know, audiology services, which doesn't really discriminate if you, you know, a newborn or if you're, you know, um, an adult. Um, and I could really say, you know, working really hard with uh, specialists and, you know, doctors in general is to always push that key that, um, you know, we are there to support the patient journey um, from all aspects. And, and, and it means, you know, going for, you know, not only the simple things, but all the more difficult things that people don't do in general. So like um, advising on hearing health protection, diagnosis, um, even, you know, assessments that are not common in our audiology practice, which is more like cognitive training, um, mm -hmm. you know, making people actually look after their hearing health. Um, and that's what I think is my point of difference, if that makes sense. I have mm. worked in places prior to starting my business, so I know what it's like. And I guess the reason I <laughs> went on doing what I do now is I found um, the work was a bit dry and a bit narrow and not wide enough mm. and it wasn't skill set. Um, and not limiting what we've learned, but also wanting to learn more and add more because we grow as a person every year. We pick up more mm -hmm. things. So we don't stop at university. We learn mm -hmm. from our parents too. And sometimes they might need something different that we maybe haven't learned at university that we also have to adapt and pick up on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but in terms of 
um, I think how I connected with you a couple of years ago, the idea of um, storytelling actually resonated with me mm -hmm. and how important it is for, you know, connecting to my patients and actually them to know what I do, why I do what I do, but also having an alignment. Mm. And that was, I have not had experience or valued early on, maybe because there was a lot of, I was learning as well. And it wasn't one of the key determinants at that point in looking at my website or even my logo, yeah. a big focus. It was more really trying to make myself busy, get enough work in the door and I've abandoned um, that side of things. But also I didn't actually, I also lacked the understanding. Mm. So I guess I had a bit more like an aha moment a few years ago, 2018, 19 is when I really thought I want to connect to, you know, people I serve and I want them to know me and also understand mm how I do it or why I do it. Hence, um, that's, I think, how I connected with you. And yeah. it taught me a lot, even though I had also, I knew the importance of the storytelling then. Um, but I think working with you, it just made it even more so. But also the, the process and the journey was a lot easier, <laughs> I guess. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think just in terms of your own, personal story i remember when you told me about your mum yeah. and the, the way your mum inspired you in so many different phases of your life but particularly with her own hearing challenges yeah and we've tried to bring that through in your story to show people that you get them you you feel what they feel because you've been on this journey with your mum would you tell us a little bit about um yeah what sparked you to study audiology and the connection with your mum um, it's, uh, it started actually, I've connected even for me, um, after getting into audiology, but you know, my mother had a hearing loss from, uh, shingles when I was mm -hmm. still in high school and, you know, it affected her hearing a bit. And when I got to audiology, it really, it initially, it wasn't the reason I've, you know, got in, it was just pure accident, but once I was in, it just clicked, you know, mm. maybe I was serve <laughs> this part of, you know, um, healthcare. And, you know, ever since, you know, I, I understand, I feel for, you know, families who have parents who, you know, have, you know, hearing problem, but I also, you know, in like, like just my personality, I have a lot of empathy in general. So I understand. Um, and I can really relate to those personal challenges. And, you know, I try my best to always make sure that they are at ease and they can share those moments of, you know, struggles or, you know, difficulties. And, you know, I reassure them that they're real and mm. they can and you know they're in the right place in terms of you know because i actually you know i would serve them as if they were my mom like it's just there's no difference everyone that comes yeah. through will be um looked after the same way i would look after my own you know family mm. so yeah and that never changes because that's just linked to me <laughs> yeah yeah i think one of the interesting things about having a, a, a health clinic 
and health is that you often see people when they could be at their lowest or when people are worried the most about family members because our hearing is so central to how we navigate the world and interact with people and so when people don't hear properly it can be it's um just, you really you really i i see you know the raw side of mm -hmm. the you know people breaking down crying and i think even more so in the last 20 months with COVID and masks you know i have people crying because they can no longer pretend that they can hear oh that but, makes me cry that's terrible yeah it's really true. I mean, just yesterday I had a, you know, a 51-year-old uh, mother, you know, just breaking, you know, because it's a lot of emotions to mm -hmm. go to pop. People can, they can't, you can't hear. They can pull their masks down to allow you to hear. And, you know, they used to liberate. That was their last resort to make yeah fake and fake it until you make it kind of like you know the people pretend put up with um difficulties and they liberate they you know not to things that they haven't heard but suddenly there's a mask and the mask covers all that and you, yeah you know, it just it just peels off another layer and you know she said to me i've just walked out crying because after the third time of not hearing i just could not cope so i just walked out crying and this is um, you know, it's just a necessary burden that people have to, you know, hide and try to hide and overcome. And I just think, you know, every moment I get in the room with me, you know, I said, this is not, you know, you don't have to do this. And there's a lot of counseling because you don't always understand hundred percent why someone would want to hide. Mm. Um, and it's an invisible disability. So no one actually knows yeah they expect you to hear and respond and what you don't you get a funny look and even you know you might get abused mm. for, um things that you have not controlled so yeah you know, it can become more personal <laughs> mission that you want to help and you want to reassure them you know that's mm. yeah. And to link this back to when we did the brand refresh, a lot of the things we tried to convey in the new website was this, yeah. this sense of we see you, we understand you, we're here to support. We don't just do the things like put in a hearing aid or give you some therapy, but we actually are here to sit and listen and let you cry. And before with your old website, it was more practical, like we can do hearing aids, boom, boom, boom. There wasn't the sense of the personality shining through of your business. Yeah, but remember, I have not written that. <laughs> Someone actually. <laughs> so, it's um, it was dry, and I I was I mm. didn't even myself, but it just wasn't the one things I could do. But I was an expert on, and I was too busy doing other things. And oh, everybody, I, yeah. I wasn't. <laughs> you know, it takes a long time to really be fully happy with what you see that represents you, your business, and yeah. how you want to be seen it takes a lot of effort and work and mm -hmm. if you put in the work i just it, it doesn't come through um i could say you know it's a working progress but i'm really happy that you were able to write um you know the language the story is really important and i think um you are clever in how you do the story like you know i just remember i talked to you live or on, on the phone <laughs> 
and then you come back with all this and I think oh my god how did you come up with that? <laughs> so it's kind of like it's magic but I, I'm, I'm really happy mm. that I connect and um, you know we could do this because it's not it's not an easy thing to find someone who can just turn from a conversation to a story that you can link mm. and that's me that tells my story oh thank from you it's lovely to be back. <laughs> yeah so that's um yeah i think you are you've got that key ingredient and i you know i tell everyone that i come across and whenever the conversation comes in i say oh you should talk to michelle <laughs> um, <laughs> because you know like i said i've been in business for over 10 years it's not really it's it might seem simple, but it's not, um, you know, mm. and sometimes don't, don't come out the way it should be, even though you think it's simple. Yeah, it's a real, um, like you say, it's a bit of magic where you have to take this, what's happened to a person and their why, and you have to connect it. So the person, you being the business owner, and then think about their target audience and how do you find the heart of a story where your story matches up with their what they want their story to be or what they're looking for yeah but just it, it's the reflection of me reading what you've written and saying oh that's mm -hmm. me yeah you know yeah you, you think yeah because i yeah. i think as well i saw in you things that you you might have been too humble to stand up and own as well like you've had such an incredible story and you've overcome so much to get to where you are and uh, starting your clinics, you know, opening them before you were even 30 and you're still now looking to the future. Maybe just to finish on, we should, we don't want to say too much, but you're now looking at also launching a new business, a different field. So you're constantly looking at new ideas and new ways of doing things. Maybe we could talk a little about what drives you. Um, I just have lots of ideas. <laughs> um, it's more I, than that. It's funny, funny, yeah. I just, I just think if I see something that is a problem, I want to find a solution, and sometimes yeah. wakes me at night, too many nights, yeah. and it just something has to be done. It's yeah, but I think that you're looking at very human problems, community problems, and you want those are the problems that you feel passionate okay. about. Yeah. Yes, they are. Like I'm not looking at you know solving you know, um, you know, getting to the moon. It's more what I. Mm through as a person that I see as a problem and I want to do something about it so they're more personal things actually that mm. touch a different way either yeah. through um, you know being an audiologist in the hearing industry or as a mum yeah I things that I went through that I felt so that's not that's hard you know that surely it could be better and the mm. next thing is well, it could be, but you know, maybe I should do something about it. And that's really how it starts. It's um, yeah. on a table thinking, I want to make a business from this thing. It was more, how can I solve this problem for other mothers or other people? Mm. So they don't have to struggle the struggles I went through. Yeah. It's, it comes down to that. And, you know, if it does end up making, you know, to a product on the shelves so that I'll, it's more a legacy that I'll be proud of. It's not to mm. make money. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I think that those motives, you're being driven from the right place. You're being driven from your heart and that, 
will probably end up being a successful business because it is really addressing a real need and people connect in with your yeah your your sense of authenticity you're a really genuine person you actually do really care i would love to think that because you know if not then you'll be tired and bored because this does mm. not bored me it, it drives <laughs> me even if i'm you know i still have some work to do it just um it's i think yeah. it's like a sparkle that gives me hope and energy to keep going um even though you know i might not have enough rest or holiday it's just I don't moan about those things. I, you know, running a business, having raising four children, people think, how do you do that? And I said, I just, I just, I like what I do and I wouldn't change it because I'm not doing it because I have to. I, I do it because <laughs> it's just, you know, what it's meant to be. <laughs> yeah. So you, you always have a little bit of energy, a little bit of time. When you think, oh, there's nothing left in the barrel, like I just pull something out, don't know where yeah. <laughs> and it's it's that you know genuine like you know spark that mm. you want to do even like um like just for today like you know i you know i don't have COVID, but i had a really cold you know flu symptoms this week and mm -hmm. i you know i had the test so i'm not <laughs> sick <laughs> but, but you know it's one of those things like um it, there's never enough time to stop like even if i wanted to stop i'm always like it's mm. active like there's always things i can do um you know i'll have day and night to keep going i don't know how to stop maybe i just need to learn how yeah. to stop but um yeah i just don't seem to stop and yeah maybe i, yeah. I need to <laughs> yeah give yourself a little break you've achieved quite a lot yeah. this year yeah <laughs> um, oh it's um you know with school you know homeschooling work oh homeschooling you've launched the latrobe bandura clinic yeah. you've been working on another product-based business in the background it's just yeah. time for at least one week off shukri i'll give you permission <laughs> i've got two weeks coming up i'm really nice nice i know it so um, uh -huh. next Tuesday until you know um, maybe end of Jan. So Beautiful. I have I have given permission myself. Wonderful, um, wonderful. And I I usually stop into the year anyway, but it's just one of those things. If, even if I'm home, I, I probably would find myself doing things that I can't stop. Mm. <laughs> no, I know the feeling, but they're not meant to be work. Um, yeah, so. We'll see. Okay, well, I think that is a nice note to wrap up on um, for 2022. And I'm so, oh, sorry, 2021. Oh, gosh, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, <laughs> it's been a real honour being able to have you as my final guest of the year, Shukri. Thank you so much. I know this was totally outside your comfort zone to come onto Instagram when you don't use it very often. But I hope this is the start of lots of Instagram posts for you. You never know. You never know. If I if I watch myself back and I like what I see, then I'll, I might mm. come up. I turn up a lot more. <laughs> well, this episode, this story about you and Abby hearing will become a podcast. I will um, launch that on Monday, so you can 
send it to people to listen if they don't have Instagram to watch it. Um, and I'll also take some clips because I think you've said some really powerful things about storytelling as well in this episode that I'd like to share with all my followers who might be thinking about a brand refresh and just putting storytelling front and centre in their mind if they are going to do a brand refresh in 2022. Well, you've got my permission, Michelle. Thank you. <laughs> nice okay, well, you. I will wrap up there. We've been talking nearly half an hour. Thank you so much, Shukri. No worries. Thanks, Michelle. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.